Hello, and welcome to the Healthier Home Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Peterson. This podcast is for everyone who would like to create a healthier, happier home for themselves as well as their families. Each week, I will be joined by health and home experts who will share their tips and tricks with us on how to create a healthier home. Don't worry about taking notes as everything that is linkable from today's podcast, as well as past podcasts, can be found on the healthierhomepodcast.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to episode two of the Healthy Home Podcast. It is such a great pleasure to be back with you guys this week. I truly hope everyone is staying safe, healthy, and at home during this crazy, crazy time. Hopefully tuning in and learning something new that maybe be helpful for you and your family will add a little reassurance and control in a time of uncertainty. As we discussed last week, March is National Sleep Awareness Month. And for the next four episodes, two this week and two next, we will continue our conversation and journey around sleep. During these two weeks, we will learn how to create healthier sleep sanctuaries, as well as how to develop and establish systems and routines that promote and nurture restorative sleep. And right now, you guys, that is more important than ever for our immune systems to stay healthy and strong. On this episode, we will learn how to create a healthy bedtime routine that enables you to power down and develop a healthy mental space for deep, restful sleep. Truly, there is not a better person to guide us on today's discussion than Emily Benson. I have had the amazing opportunity to work with Emily in various coaching sessions, and I have really been extremely impressed by her wisdom and ease which she guides others through their blocks and barriers. And I know Emily's advice today will help all of you as well. But first, a little bit about Emily. Emily Benson has had a passion for those who give of themselves to take care of others. Coming from a family of medical providers, Emily knew of the stress and pressure that medical professionals endure each and every day. Taking her passion and background experience, Emily set out to do something about it. Receiving her holistic MBA and health coach certification, Emily began the exceedingly important work of helping medical professionals take exceptional care of themselves so they can in return take exceptional care of others. When Emily is not helping others, you can find her spending her time outside gardening or cooking with her husband, Brad, dog, Rue, and cat, Basil. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the Healthier Home Podcast. It is so great having you on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We are, I, am, I am looking forward to this because you are going to be one of our regular co-hosts, and you have such wisdom and just this peace about you. And when I've heard you speak before and teach different subjects and things like that through mental health, you always have this great sense of calm and just acceptance. And I just, I'm just really excited for you to share that with everybody on the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm excited to share what wisdom I do have. So yay. Exciting. Okay. Well, as many of you know, we are in the midst of our sleep study and, you know, a lot of us think about all the different things we need to do to the environment to create a better sleep. But one of the really big things is how we kind of get our mental health around having a better sleep. And today, Emily is going to help us um, have better um, sleep habits and be able to get ready to get to sleep and having that um, environment right before we go to bed. So, um, but before we start talking about that, I wanted to first talk about what are the um, issues that are causing a lot of people to have problems going to sleep? Um, Yeah, I see a lot of things. I think the number one thing I see is stress. You know, Mm -hmm. we're all so stressed out. Our lives are so hectic and so busy. And obviously that affects, 
not just your ability to fall asleep, but the quality of sleep that you're getting. Um, you know, stress dreams are a real thing. Um, and just laying in bed at night with thoughts racing through your mind and not actually being able to fall asleep. Um, uh, the second one I see a lot, which we all hear this so much, is screens, right? Mm-hmm. Blue light from screens um, actually delays the release of melatonin, which is the hormone that regulates your sleep-wake cycle. Right. Um, and so, you know, TV, computer, phone, you know, we're all looking at those mm-hmm. um, in those hours before bed, and that's that's really affecting, again, our ability to fall asleep. Um, distraction is is a really big one. I think there's so much, like, good TV now. <laughs> like, I'm so guilty of this. Like, there's so much to watch, and, and there's so many, like, ready-made distractions. Oh, there's so many. Mm-hmm. I have had, oh, you know, as you know, I have recovered from having pneumonia. When I was sick, I binge-watched so many shows. Yeah. And you get started, and it's, like, at quick, easy access yeah, to no watching, you know, four seasons <laughs> yeah. of some show. And then you're like, what did I do with my life? Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right? And we all do that. And like, <clears throat> in needing distraction, like that's okay. But it's it's right. um, it's more like distracting us from making sleep a priority. Exactly. And sleep definitely needs to be a priority because yeah. it can really affect our health when we're not getting enough sleep. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, is there... Well, and that's the thing is I feel like there are are so many distractions. And with, you know, I think about my daughter, my oldest daughter, she has probably the hardest time going to sleep. And Mm -hmm. I know it's because she's in front of her screen and, you know, getting on TikTok or whatever have you and chatting with her friends. And that stuff just really messes with her. So we've already tried to limit her screen time beforehand. But I think it's something that we really all need to be thinking about. Well, and it's... Most of the things we're doing on screens are so interactive, and mm-hmm. so they're they're also getting our brains going, and so mm-hmm. our brains aren't ready to shut down. You know, like even if you've ever had the experience of working late, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to just come home and go to bed because you're yeah. all wound up and you're yeah. like ready to keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of the aspects of that right. as well, for sure, for sure. Well, now that we know what we should that we're having issues with, how are we going to solve some of these problems? What magic do you have for us today? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm going to talk about something called designing your own power down hour. But before I do that, um, I just want to want to say that one of the most important things here is creating the habit of making it a ritual. Right. Um, like I said, it's it's not a priority, but that piece of it being a ritual. Um, we like habits, and so when we make that a habit, we're more more inclined to do it. And um, part of that is having a consistent sleep-wake cycle. Now, this is really hard for some people. Some right. people's work schedules don't allow for this, but as consistent as you can make it, um, your body likes to have that consistent rhythm. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I do that um, anybody that has an iPhone can do this. I don't know. They might have some form of this on Android. I haven't looked. But on the just like alarm clock app, right. there is um, a thing called the bedtime app. And, or it's part of the app, but it's called bedtime. And um, Wait, where do you find this bedtime? Again. So if you just click on like the clock app, oh, like where you okay. would set an alarm. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. just at the bottom, it says bedtime. There's like a little oh, picture of a bed. Oh, look at this amazing jewel. We're just like <laughs> in the beginning of the conversation. That's like a golden yeah. nugget right there. I didn't even know that existed. Exactly. And it's free, which is mm-hmm. awesome. So what it what you can do is you can set when you want to go to bed and when you want to wake up. And right. again, you can you can turn certain days off. This, this will only allow you to do one wake up and one bedtime. Okay. Okay. Um, 
But if you wanted a day to be different, you could just do that on your own. But um, what it'll do is at night, it'll kind of alert you that your bedtime's coming up. So I have mine go off half an hour before. Okay. You can do like an hour or whatever you want. And then in the morning, it's really nice because it's kind of this like slow, soft like alarm as opposed to like the other alarms that are loud right away. Right. Like now when I listen to a regular alarm, it really jars me awake. Right. Um, so I've gotten used to this one. But um, this is just a great, easy, free tool that most of us already have to get in that consistent habit of the sleep-wake like being being the same time every day. Right. I think that's so important because when you do go – and. I've finally I feel like I've got a really good rhythm and I end up going to bed I used to go to bed really late Mm -hmm. um, and because when the kids were little that was the only time I felt like that I had for myself yeah and now that they're older I go to bed almost like I'm exhausted by 8 30 which is crazy like I'm like all right my kids are still up but I need to go to bed like and I don't go to sleep right away but it's interesting I have that cycle and I get up at the same time in the morning and it just it's so nice Mm and the clarity of just having that your body really needs those yeah yeah it really does help you yeah for sure um and that's actually a really interesting point you made for for parents Mm -hmm. that's really hard like putting Mm -hmm. your kids down and being like okay I finally have time for me especially when they're you know when they're really little you want to go to bed because you're so exhausted but Mm -hmm. um and I just want to make a point to say like this is a choice like you're allowed to want to stay up and be distracted. It doesn't mean anything bad about you, right? right it's right. like you you have the choice. But again, it's it's making this a priority. Right. Um, that I think is it's just a different way of looking at it as like I have to do this. It's like I, I get to, to go to bed and get a really good night's rest so I'm better tomorrow or, right, or however right. you look at it. But It's feeding yourself in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, getting a good night's sleep is the same as – right? Eating something that's going to fuel your body and right. it's fueling you so you can have a better productive day so that when you wake up, you don't feel like poop, you right. know? <laughs> it's like, what can exactly. I say? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. Um, and then I just wanted to kind of tag on to that since I'm encouraging you to look at your phone right before bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, there is that blue screen. Yeah, that, that blue light I just talked about. Um, I use something called blue light blocking glasses. Mm-hmm. So you can get these on Amazon. I think they're between like 20 and 30 bucks, maybe even less. Um, and they just look like whatever, you know, you can get any frame or however you like them. Um, and you put those on, I usually put them on a couple hours before bed, especially if I'm going to watch a movie Mm -hmm. or if I am looking at my phone or working on my computer and they, they just block that light from, from doing what it's doing in your brain. And it's just a really easy way to not have to completely shut down all technology in your life, right. you know, if that's Because it is hard sometimes, yeah. yeah. And some people, like, really enjoy reading on their Kindle or things exactly. like that. And I typically read off my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I, you know, I just keep on when you – because we talked about this before we started talking today, and I just keep on thinking – now I'm going to be – I'm totally going to be on Amazon buying my whole family these glasses. <laughs> and I get to see us all running around two hours before bed with – I don't have yeah. no idea what these things look they like. They look totally normal unless you like – if you take like a selfie, okay. they look like kind of rose colored okay. when you take a picture of them. But besides that, they look totally normal. No, they look totally and normal. And I've, I've worn them like in video calls and people think they're like normal glasses. Oh, so. okay. So they're not like crazy not town weird. looking. I just <laughs> no. thought that would be kind of funny. I mean, my kids. No, mine are kind of cute actually. They're cute. Yeah. Oh, so I can get cute glasses. Yeah. I bet my husband would really love to have cute glasses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you figure out how to make your husband wear them, let me know. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. I know. Right. That might be the trick. Yeah. Who knows? 
So, um, yeah, I just wanted to tag that on there since I'm encouraging screen use right yes, before bed. Right. Um, that's It's a really easy way to um, kind of negate that issue without, like, never being right. able to watch TV or a movie or whatever right. you want to exactly. do. exactly. Yeah, because that, that is really, you know, in our house, a lot of times the kids will come home from school, they'll do their homework, we'll get chores done, and then right before bed's when they can relax, yeah. they can watch a movie, or they can, you know, do something on their iPad. Mm-hmm. So that really is a great idea, because then you still have both worlds. And it's so doable. Mm-hmm. It and is it's totally, not like... just to put the glasses on. We can have <laughs> yeah. a special little drawer for them. Instead mm-hmm. of fighting with your kids to not... You yeah, know, that, screens. that is, I mean, I do think that they need to go, I love how people, parents will have a little, you know, thing for the, the phones when it's mm-hmm. time to get ready for bed. Because again, the fact I have a nine, well, so I have my youngest is nine and my oldest is 14. And the 14 year olds, you know, you, if you don't take that sometimes, I mean, she's really good at monitoring herself, but a lot of teens are going to stay out of that yeah. way too long. And they're going to get caught up in stuff and not get enough sleep. Yeah. And they so need it when they're teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I remember doing that as a teenager. <laughs> well, just see, staying up way, you're way, just way younger than me because <laughs> there was no uh, like access to that when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes. Uh, yes. You, you cute young one. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's kind of um, – two quick little suggestions kind of making that ritual and a few ways you can do that um but I want to talk about designing your own power down hour um this is a concept that I learned in my coaching training and um I say power down hour but that's really just a name you can do 30 minutes you can do an hour and a half two hours whatever feels really good to you I would suggest doing at least 30 minutes just to give yourself time Mm -hmm. um But there's really three elements to this. Um, There's the essentials, activities, and indulging your body's natural rhythm. So let's look at the essentials. Um, One of the essentials is having a dark room. So Mm -hmm. sleeping in a lighted room also inhibits melatonin production. And melatonin is actually really important for more than just sleep. It reduces oxidative stress in your body. Um, if you know anything about oxidative stress, mm-hmm. I mean it. It is, that is generally, not a good thing. yeah, it's generally what ages your <laughs> right, body, right. but it can lead to a lot of inflammation, disease, mm-hmm. and, and right. further issues. Um, so melatonin is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, sleeping in the dark again, your body wants that. Kind of goes with like the circadian circadian rhythm. Yeah. Um, so. You know, sleeping with a TV on or a light on is is really disruptive. Yeah. So that's kind of an essential. You know, that is such a good point. And I myself, um, I have to sleep with it dark. Mm-hmm. I, I I get migraines sometimes, and I'm just very sensitive neurologically, and so I have to have a dark room. But my kids, I I tell them this all the time, and that's the the trick part, right? When they're kids, and if they're like my daughter again, teen, you know, struggling with sleep, but she sleeps with she likes for her she doesn't want to be in the complete dark mm-hmm. and so it'll be you know the night lights are at least something that's smaller yeah but still it's that understanding that maybe if you can start them younger and training them that it's not so scary or mm-hmm. whatever so that they can get that good sleep because kids definitely need to be sleeping well at night and if they have all the lights in the house on first of all luckily for led lights not costing <laughs> as much but still you yeah. don't need to be like feeling all that but yeah exactly um they also have i love these they have um like salt lamp night lights oh. so those are you know 
take it or leave what you believe about them. But they're supposed to kind of help detoxify the air. Okay. Um, but it's just a really nice soft yellow like glow. Okay, um, that's so nicer than the Yeah, it's a little a less the, harsh. Yeah. I just love that they have those because they're super cool. <laughs> yeah, you know another thing when we're just now I'm it's making me think is my middle my middle so my middle child, she has she's into oceans and surfing. She doesn't surf, but she just you know, she has a dog. <laughs> but surf. she's into it. She's totally into it. Yeah. You know, she's a dog surfing on her wall. But awesome. so she has this light thing that projects in her ceiling. It's so minimal, but it makes it look kind of like the ocean, mm. like waves and stuff. Yeah. And it just lights it up and it's really soothing mm-hmm. um so that i think is nice too because that's not as bright as turning on you know um one of your lights or the bathroom light or whatever have you well and like that's it's really important to note too that like if your child's scared they're not gonna sleep all anyway right <laughs> so, so like it's yeah. okay to pick like have a nightlight yeah, yeah like pick your battle it's like it's not gonna it's not gonna destroy their sleep to have a nightlight yeah exactly. um yeah so don't stress yourself out too okay, much sorry, I, won't, I won't stop <laughs> i'll stop preserving <laughs> yeah um okay so um another essential is to limit your blue light exposure which we already talked yes. about uh-huh. and then the third one which i was learning a little bit more about this and it's actually really cool is to no pun intended is to sleep (laughs) in a cool environment oh yes and that's between 60 and 68 degrees fahrenheit okay um and what's interesting about this is sleeping in a cool environment also increases melatonin production Um, but studies have shown that insomniacs have a higher core body temperature than other sleepers. That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. and they've done studies where they put like a cold cap on them Uh because when we start to get sleepy, our body um, temperature goes down and we we actually lose heat because it makes us sleepy. Oh, that makes sense. And yeah, so I just thought that was so fascinating about insomniacs. So when they they did like a ice, like basically like an ice cap, they were able to sleep. That is fascinating. You don't think about that. I mean, I've always known that you sleep better when it's cooler, but I didn't right. know it related to melatonin. That is, that's really interesting. Right. And yeah, we've all had that experience of like being overheated and oh, just yeah. like having a horrible night's sleep. So yeah, that is, um, that's one that, like you said, maybe we don't think about as much, but it's super right. important as well. Well, and especially you might think, oh, I just like sleeping in the cooler, you know, room with a bunch of blankies on mm-hmm. or something. But you, I think knowing that. I don't know. Sometimes when you can have the science behind it of like, okay, this is not creating as much melatonin if I'm hot in this room. I think it's just another way to look at it and it gives you more conviction to do something about it. Yeah, for sure. And it, uh, if you have somebody that likes to sleep in a warmer room, it gives you some ammo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like a couple battle. Like That's a total couple battle. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, Luke, my youngest, oh my gosh, he loves having the fan, like super high right on his face. Like when he was little, he would put the blankets over so it would make a wind tunnel. It's like <laughs> insane. And so, yeah, he's the opposite. He likes to be a little Eskimo when he sleeps. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how my brother is. Um, when I stay at their house in the summer, I like bring a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because they want like to really... go to their house. Yeah, it's yes, very cold. it's very cold. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those are kind of the essentials. So dark room, cool environment, um, and limiting your blue light exposure. Um, now, when we talk about activities, this is super individual. And I'm going to list some examples just to give you guys an idea. But the activities part is really about experimenting and finding like what just really works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so some examples, you know, doing some gentle yoga or stretching. Obviously, don't do like a power vinyasa right before bed because it's going <laughs> to amp you up. But just doing like some there's lots of like um, YouTube videos of like yoga for sleeping right, or winding right, down. Right. 
Um, you can just do some breath work, some meditation type things to just kind of right. calm your body down. Well, they have lots of apps now for that too, which yeah. is pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. And just looking, I mean, the calm one I think costs like a pretty penny. I'm not sure because I looked at it one mm-hmm. time. But just even looking, I don't know if you guys have seen that where it'll come across, whether it be on social media or something, and it'll count down. It's even been on TV before. And just looking at their picture and counting down, it just brings peace. Like, they know what they're doing. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) They got a good product. Yeah. I use one called Insight Timer, Insight. and that one's free. They have oh, tons. free is the game. Yes, there you go. absolutely. That one has tons of guided meditations, and they have a lot of, like, drifting off to sleep meditations. Oh, that I love that. Will, like, just turn off when you fall asleep or whatever. Oh, that's nice. Um, they also just have, like, you can set a timer, so you can just have, like, music playing for right, meditation. Right. I love that one. Yeah, I have one that does the music or just has like sounds. Mm-hmm. You know, the ocean is typically we're yeah. ocean kind of loving family. So that usually soothes Surfing. everybody. Yeah, <laughs> we're surfers. Yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, so um, for some people, um, conversations with loved ones is a yeah. really is a really great thing yeah. to do right before bed. Um, I'm more of an introvert, so that's like not my ideal. But for some people, like um, I'm an extrovert, and yeah. I don't like to chat before bed. Either. Okay, there so, you go. I don't know. I like to read, and I like quiet. Yeah. Usually, I want to wind down, and exactly. I want to do some kind of thinking, mm-hmm. and I don't know, just with what I'm planning and that yeah. kind of thing at night. I think the conversation piece can be helpful if you just have a lot on your mind. Again, right. going back to that stress piece, like just getting it all out. Well, yeah. And if you don't have, and when I said that, oh, because you're an introvert and I'm an extrovert, means yeah. everybody is just like us. <laughs> Not yeah. at all. But I do think, especially the people when they can't see their spouses mm-hmm. and that's the only time they have. And yeah. then if you have little kids, I mean, that's a great time, right? Yeah, to be able sure. to talk. Yeah. Um, like you just said, reading is a great thing to do. Um, journaling. Um, some people really love to shower or take a bath at night, you know, Mm -hmm. hot water, relaxing. Um, gratitude practice is a great thing to do. I actually like to do this at the beginning of the day, um, but you Uh can also do both. You can never do too much gratitude. Well, I wanted to say something about that because there's, uh, the Miracle Morning is a pretty cool program where you can start your day that way, but you Mm -hmm. can also do it at night. And I've done it both where you do spirituality, um, your whatever you you know your spirituality, and then also being gratitude, you know, grateful what you're grateful for, and reading and mm-hmm. journaling. So it combines everything, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I, what I wanted to share is that um, once again, I, I'm having so many kids stories today. I guess <laughs> my mind's on my kids. But my oldest, when she has troubles going to sleep, a lot of times it's usually having to do something with she's a little social being, so something to do with her social network. And sometimes, you know, they can get caught up in the drama mm. and, you know, who's doing this and what's doing this and yada, 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 yada. So I got her this um, gratitude kind of workbook mm-hmm. that she works on um, for teens. And so whenever she gets in that spiral, and truly I feel like it's a spiral of just what woe is, you know, everything stinks, whatever have yeah. you. I have her work on that to change her mindset. And mm. it's amazing. Like I just feel like teens today have so many more tools too that they can do that. But I think for anybody that has kids and if they get stuck or they're worried or they're having fear or anything like that, if you can switch to something that's, you know, and I mean, reading's great, but also if you can focus on being grateful and gratitude and writing those things down, I think it really helps kids too. Yeah, and what a great practice to learn at that age. I know, right? Yeah. I know. The stuff she knows, I'm like, whatever. (laughs) But that's just going to set her up for so much success as an adult to be able to 
to kind of reframe and pivot right. in that moment exactly. and focus on gratefulness. Yeah. I mean, that that literally takes you from a place of scarcity to a place of abundance. Exactly. And that's such an important thing to be able to do. So important. There's so many adults that can't do that. No, I know. <laughs> so I'm like, let's go. Let's work yeah, on that's this, amazing. sister. I, I love that. Um, and then actually kind of along with that, um, spending time with, you know, that which is greater to you. So you're, right. you're a higher source, you're right. a higher power. Um, so this is just a list of options. Like I right. said, um, you can add or take away from this list, but it's, it's great to have lots of options, right? Because some nights working on like a gratitude practice is what you want to do. Some nights you do just want to be distracted. Like some nights right. I just want to read a novel and like be in somebody else's story and not be thinking about my life, you know? Right. No, I'm so, yeah. yeah that's yeah. usually when I want to watch a show. Mm-hmm. I want to be somewhere where it's, yeah, completely different. Yeah. And again, to know that like, um, being mindful that you're distracting yourself is it's like a totally okay option right I think I I kind of learned that recently so it feels like this really big thing to me to be like oh I'm allowed to like want to be distracted <laughs> but like yes you are you're allowed. allowed to be in someone else's life yeah yeah, yeah. and and I love a good story right. and that's why we love movies and tv right. and books and so um so yeah, add to this list, make it your own, just find the things that really work for you, but always have options. Right. Because there's always going to be a time when you're not going to want to do this one thing and right. then it's it's not it's just going to be frustrating and, exactly. and not, not doing what it's have supposed to. Have a bucket, to. have your little toolbox of exactly. different things you can do based on your day and what yeah. No, exactly. I think that's awesome. Exactly. Awesome. So the third piece of this is to indulge your body's natural rhythm. So this is things like dimming the lights at dusk, Um, again, Mm -hmm. using those blue blockers, kind of um, just being in a darker environment so that you're not like, you know, tricking. Again, it's like that circadian rhythm, like when it's dark, your body wants to go to sleep. Right, right. Um, So just kind of working with that. Right. Um, Something I do, and this is, you know, totally optional, but... um, magnesium powder in water so that's like that calm stuff right. you yes, buy I have yeah that, yeah um that really works for me helps you yeah mm-hmm. it it kind of relaxes you and it, it's supposed to help you sleep and um some people can have trouble taking that so just be yes. be cautious and I'd go be slow. one of those people yeah <laughs> so you know what I'm talking I do. about I, yes yeah. yes I can take magnesium supplements that don't yeah. have that combination but yeah, you just have to – You really, honestly, it's if, depending on how much you take. If you just do a exactly. little bit, then definitely it's not going to – it can give you stomach upset yeah. if you take a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and it it says on there, I think, like two teaspoons. So start with like a quarter yeah. or a half and just see how you do. Start really small. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, but that's that's just something you can do. You can do that in cold or warm well, water. Well, and we're all so deficient in magnesium that it's yeah. one of those things that's not going to hurt you. And yeah. if it can help you um, – give you some calm yeah that's that's not something to be yeah why not don't turn up your nose at it yeah don't turn your (laughs) nose at it people yeah (laughs) and then um the last piece of of this natural rhythm is something we already talked about which is again just to create create that um consistent sleep wake cycle because again your body likes having that rhythm it likes having that consistency so the more you do that like I have been working on this a lot lately with myself and I find now that like I just naturally start to wind down, you know, around that 10 o'clock, 1030 mark. Right. As opposed to like having to force myself to stop. I'm just like, okay, I'm ready now because my body just kind of knows that's what we're doing. Yeah, I I would say the same thing except for, you know, you're younger and yours is 10 or 1030 and mine is. But I don't have to wake up till 730. Okay, so so I do get up before you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. But, you know, honestly, 
I it's funny because I've always been such a night owl, such a night owl, and I'm like, oh, I really like this whole jam getting up early, five thirty six. That's yeah. great, you know. It's <laughs> like the world's my oyster, and yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes when you get older too, you start changing mm. in the sense of what your rhythm is, and um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting. But I do like the I like that my body is tired and ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Like literally my brain and I, I have tons, I have like three different nine o'clock shows I watch because that's when I used to watch stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I am way too tired to watch that <laughs> nine o'clock. So now I watch it like where I'm having lunch or something, right, you know, and I right. zoom through it. But it's funny because it's it's not even a choice. I'm too tired. I'm like, yeah. this is it, people. I got to go to bed. So Yeah, and, you know, we change – we change as we get older. Yeah. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense to me that that would also shift. Yeah. Um, and like you said, like having kids is going to completely right. change right. that. And um, yeah, so, you know, this practice is it's really just about kind of experimenting and finding what works for you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I just think the, there's so many nuggets in this and I, I'm excited to implement so, I mean, a bunch of them, but I will only do a couple at a time because if you do them all, <laughs> then you're not going to do any. Then but you're never going to sleep. Yeah. Well, yeah, that and there's, you know, overabundance. Just take a couple yeah. points, right, yeah. and apply those. But such good nuggets. I mean, first of all, just that app, that's like straight up awesomeness. I and I didn't and even know that. Know, and that's free. Awesome. And I love the idea of having a little bit of um, taking the mel- um I want to say melatonin. No. Taking the magnesium. I think that is really smart. And just how this can affect oh and the glasses I mean Mm -hmm. how great is that stuff I mean that's gonna be awesome I think I'll have to take a picture and put it on there of my family (laughs) wearing these glasses I actually the nom nom paleo lady I saw the glasses for the first time because she's a great chef and Mm -hmm. she'll she always has them because she works opposite hours too so she always like yeah uses those but what a blessing to have you on the show today. And, uh, you know, before we close out, I wanted to give you the opportunity to share kind of information of how people could reach out and contact you if they want to work with somebody and working on some kind of mindset and things like that. So Absolutely. Um, I have a few ways of doing that. My website is thecultivatedpath.com. Um, if you go there, there's all kinds of information about what I do. You can sign up for a free baseline assessment, which is just kind of an initial consultation coaching call. It gives you a really good chance to see what coaching with me is like. Um, I also have a private Facebook group I'm getting going right now called the Burnout Prevention Community. Um, on there, I'm going to have monthly master classes. So it'll just kind of be like a Facebook Live interactive thing and you can come on or you can watch those recorded and they're just going to be things like this just topics that are helpful for that and um, I do focus on burnout but it's it's really applicable for life in general um yeah yeah, so those are those are the two best ways at this time all right awesome and you know what you also can go to the healthierhomepodcast.com and Emily's information and her cute little photos on there so if you (laughs) click on it you can find out more information online too if you happen to be driving and you don't need to be Um, writing at the same time that would be a little danger yeah let's not do that (laughs) (laughs) okay well everybody have a great day and it's been awesome having you here today all right bye everyone that wraps up episode two of the healthier home podcast thank you so much for listening today if you have any questions comments or thoughts please share with us online at the healthierhomepodcast.com Did you find today's show helpful in creating a healthier home? If so, please help us spread the word by leaving us a review in your favorite podcast app. And while you're there, make sure to subscribe to the Healthier Home Podcast so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Until next week, may your home be filled with health, happiness, and love.